Hello, Devin. Hi, Morgan. How have you been? <sighs> Exhausted. Mood, honestly. <laughs> so, welcome everybody to the fourth episode. Fourth episode? No. Fifth. Fifth episode. Yeah. The fourth one's not out yet. Well, it will be by the time you're hearing this. Uh, we are doing a, a double release whoop right whoop. now because we've had some technical difficulties with our uploading so that's all me guys sorry about that but uh we're figuring it out we're getting on schedule it's all good and uh so Devin, yes you ready to hear a story i'm always ready to hear a story that's why we're doing this podcast fair enough ready to get morbid i don't know maybe well i hope so because this is more of a morbid story than it is our usual oh, yeah. thing. You told me on Snapchat yeah. last night. So essentially what kind of story I'm bringing you, it's not a true crime story. Mm. It's more paranormal, but it's honestly just plain morbid. It's my favorite kind of story. <laughs> it's also from Japan. <gasps> oh, they always have the good scary stories there. For sure. Do you want to try and guess what it is? No, because I'll never <laughs> guess it. <laughs> never happened. Fair enough. So today I'm going to be telling you about the Aokigahara Forest. Oh, is that the suicide forest? The suicide forest, also known as the Sea of Trees. The Sea of Bodies. Oh, uh, Yeah, I that too. <laughs> And I do have some pictures to show you. Oh. Not a ton, but just some to show you what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to talk some general stuff about the geography of the area, some stuff about cultural history, uh, why it's known as a suicide forest, some statistics, because those are fun. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going to get everywhere kind of today. So, um... Yeah, let's crack into it. <laughs> crack into it. Oh my God, Morgan. No jokes this time, just my sparkling personality. <laughs> okay, so the Aukikahara Forest, the suicide forest, the sea of trees. This is a popular tourist attraction on the northwestern side of Mount Fuji in Honshu, Japan. It's a thriving 14-square-mile portion of land on the remnants of the last major eruption from Mount Fuji in 18... Oh, 18. That's wrong. Wrong year. 800... 864 CE. What CE? Is that... Common Era. Wow. So, I should take history again. Oh, yeah. So, so fun <laughs> fact, for, for those of you who haven't taken an art history class or a history class at all in general... <laughs> Uh, we don't say AD and BC anymore. Oh, we it's, don't? Yeah. Since when? Uh, since we started trying to get more, you know, respectful towards people who since don't use when? the Christian calendar. Since when? This is not the American okay, way. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when I was in school, we used BC and AC. Well, that's fair, but also I've gone to college more in, recently than I you haven't have. been to school in years, so don't come at me like that, okay? And that's why. I'm just getting you hip with the kids, Devin. That's also what this podcast I is really about. I really don't want to be hip with the kids. Too bad. The I am younger than you, and I will get you hip. Wow. <laughs> throw it in like that. <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, we use uh, before the Common Era and Common Era now. So it's BCE and then A and then what? BCE and CE. That's so stupid. Just stick with BC and AC. I know what it means. <laughs> you are entitled to your opinion, I Devin. Am. <laughs> So, on this portion of land, this is where the dense forests and porous lava rock have become famous for their ability to absorb sound. Ooh. Due to the denseness of the soil, the trees of the suicide forest are unable to bury roots and instead branch off from the surface, leading to the forest's unique natural formation. And fun fact, hmm. uh, this is also why some of the roots have really unique shapes. Some people have said they kind of look like tentacles. Some have said they look <gasps> like deer. Tentacles. I love tentacles. <laughs> I'm sure you do, Devin. <laughs> like last episode, octopus. I want to be an octopus. Mood. You still need to play that game. I've been thinking about octopus. Is it octopi? Octopi, yes. I've been thinking about them lately. How oh, I want to be one so bad. <laughs> if only to be an octopus. Eight-legged and free. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> That's my dream. So... There's actually scarce wildlife in Aokigahara, as well as plenty of dark caves and plants without chlorophyll that make them appear entirely white. Same. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's actually a really cool place. There's like an ice cave. And Ooh. Uh, I will mention later, there are creatures in the forest, but in some portions, it's so quiet that it feels like nothing is there. You can't even hear the wind. Really? Yeah, because the trees are so dense. And the soil absorbs so much sound that yeah. you can really get disoriented really fast. Oh, that's interesting. So since the 1960s, the forest has become associated with suicide and even gained reputation as one of the world's most used suicide site. So much so that plaques have been placed at the beginning of trails reminding visitors to think of their families and reach out to a suicide prevention service before making drastic decisions. Yes, please do. This is also in addition to distributing materials in taxis, hotels, and tourist spots surrounding the area. They're really on this, Devin. <laughs> and in fact, some of the information for this was a little hard to get because the Japanese are hiding information from me. And although that is fair, rude. Every government's <laughs> hiding information from everyone. I know, but I understand why they're doing it because it is such a popular suicide spot. Yeah. They're trying not to. And especially keep that after going. that whole. Oh, crap. Which Paul brother was it? Was Logan it, Paul, yeah. Was it Logan Paul? Yeah. Those stupid Paul brothers. I have so much to say about them. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. It'll be a long episode. If yeah, we for, were... those of you are, for those of you that are familiar with that, yeah, that video was really disgraceful like i mean i'm one of those people who's not very perturbed by dead bodies i mean i'm in a mortician program for christ's sake but right you still have some compassion yeah, these are people be not respectful yeah. so because of the often treacherous terrain it's hard to determine the exact number of suicides but generally speaking about 150 bodies are found in the forest every year 150 a year? Oh, yeah, Devin. And I got some statistics for you. Oh, how much I love stats. So, like I said, some of these are not recent because they're not releasing the counts anymore. Right. But so in 2002, 78 bodies were found. Holy crap. In the next year, 2003, 105 were found. Whoa. And in 2010, 247 attempts were reported, 54 of which were fatal. Seriously? 
Yep. The most common means of suicide in the forest aren't just hanging. It's also overdoses due to various substances. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And like I said, uh, the Japanese police try to cease the association of the forest with suicide. So Mm -hmm. they haven't been releasing the numbers since. But generally speaking, you will find about 100 to 105 bodies, 100 to 150 bodies every year. Wow. Japan is not the country with the highest number of suicides, but it has a strikingly high rate of suicides, ranking seventh in 2017 as having 14.9 cases out of 100,000 people. Who's number one? USA. USA. (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't look into that. That that was a stat I didn't look into, but I may mention that in another point. I'm disappointed. So, of the total suicides, 70% are men. In 2009, suicide was the main cause of death of men between the ages of 20 and 44. In the case of women, it's the most common cause of death between ages 15 to 34. You see the difference between the ages and those sexes? It's really stark, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I looked into some of like the causes that people would you know, have for committing suicide. As relayed by The Guardian... Uh, the most common reasons are depression, serious illness, and death. Uh, debt. Not death. Wow. I mean, death is, is what I you're mean... going for, but no. <laughs> debt. Crippling, <laughs> crippling debt. Anyone watch Squid Games? Oh, God. <laughs> we just had, like, a conversation about Squid Games before we started this podcast. I know. I had to rant about it a little. It made me mad. So, I said earlier that Aokigahara is the second most common place for suicide. You want to guess where this, the first is? I'm not good at pronouncing names. That's okay. You should be able to pronounce this. Tokyo. I didn't say in Japan, but that's a good guess. Oh. (laughs) In the world. This is the most common, uh, one of the most common suicide spots in the world. In the world. You know what the first is? Huh. The Golden Gate Bridge. Is it? Yeah. San Fran? (laughs) Didn't they like block it off somehow? Like they put like a high gate or something where you can't. They try to keep people from doing that for obvious reasons. It's not worth killing yourself, guys. Devin, don't give me that look. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we're we're big supporters of mental health. If you are having thoughts of suicide, please get help. Please Please see a therapist. Get on meds. Whatever it takes to get you feeling better. It's worth the trouble. You are worth the trouble. Yes, you are. Amen. <laughs> so the source of the forest popularity for the suicidal can be traced back to the publication of a novel entitled Nami no To, which means Tower of Waves. And it was written by Seicho Matsumoto in 1961. You're really good at pronouncing these names. Oh, yes. I wasn't a weeb for nothing. <laughs> but... So I do say that it was sourced back to this novel, but there were visitors long before this, and I'll tell you why. Okay. But the subject of the novel is about a young woman trapped in a scandalous love affair who goes in the forest to take her own life. Aww. There are routine yearly searches for bodies, and it's actually called the body hunt. And this takes place in the forest by both police and volunteers. And bodies are found in various states of decay. Could you imagine finding a body? I could see you being, yeah. I yeah, I w- <laughs> it wouldn't bother me too much. I'd just yeah. be like, okay, time to go into 
focus mode. We need to get this taken care of. <laughs> Let's not freak out. Just take care of it and handle it later. But so upon being found, the corpses are removed from the forest and brought to the police station and placed in a special room. The members of the search party, fun fact, then play a game of rock, paper, scissors to decide who will accompany the body during the night. Do you know why they do this, Devin? Why? There's a cultural belief in Japan that if the body is left alone, the ghost of the deceased will begin to scream and return to its original location in the forest. Really? Yeah. And that's a really cool thing that I liked about researching this is you get to see how people handle death care in different societies. Like, uh, that's one of the things you get to talk about, like in the history of death care and embalming that like one of the courses I got to take, uh, death care has always been like a community effort. So I love hearing these stories about how people view the soul, for example. Mm -hmm. And in terms of practices, there was a practice in feudal Japan of abandoning relatives with limited abilities due to age or illness in the mountains where they were left to die. That's so sad. Yep. For elder elderly women, mm -hmm. this was called obatsute. For fathers or relatives, this was called oyatsute. This tends to be a major source of the reputation of haunting, as local villages with little resources in the 19th century often practice this custom. It is believed that many of the spirits that inhabit the forest are those of the souls that were left there to die. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned talk of the soul earlier. So... There is a belief that everyone has a soul, also known as Reikon. When someone dies, the Reikon leaves the body and awaits proper burial rites to be performed. Upon the completion of the rites, the Reikon is allowed to join its ancestors and become a protector of the surviving family, returning once a year during the Obon festival for the family to offer its appreciation. Aww. However, oh, this, there's always a however. There's always a however in this podcast, Devin. This does not happen if the deceased meets an unexpected death like murder or suicide. In the Japanese tradition, there are a collection of spirits that suffer between the world of the living and the dead, the yurei. And this is very different from the Western sense of a ghost. Mm -hmm. If you've ever watched like horror movies, typically the ghosts have some unfinished business to attend to. Right. That is not necessarily the case with Yurei. These spirits are those who are left with a deep sense of hatred, anger, sadness, or strong desires. They don't necessarily want to finish any specific task they were unable to in life. Instead, they simply want their curse removed or their conflict to be resolved. You ever watch The Grudge, Devin? Oh my god, yes. I remember when it came out. <laughs> Okay, I'm that old. I remember when it <laughs> hey, came I've out. I've seen it too. If you're a horror movie buff, you've probably seen The Grudge. But did you watch it when it first came out? I've watched every single version of it that's ever come out. Yes. <laughs> Are we talking about the Sarah Jessica? Sarah jo I've watched the original Sarah one. Sarah Michelle watched Geller, not Sarah Jessica Parker, but two different actresses. <laughs> yeah, I've watched all the versions, the original and the newer ones. <sighs> but Freaked if you remember in that movie... The grudge didn't want anything. Right. It just wanted to claim more people. I think I'd be like the grudge. <laughs> That's a scary concept, Evan. Please don't come after me. 
hey, just like last episode, you kill me, I come for you. <laughs> well, generally speaking, if we're talking in the sense of Yure, if anyone kills you, <laughs> I might be in danger. So just, you know, uh, don't kill yourself and don't get murdered. <laughs> Can't guarantee you those things. As long as you try your best, I think I think we'll be okay. <laughs> It is said that the trees have absorbed the energy from countless tragic deaths and therefore have become a magnet for malevolent energy over the centuries. Which is why a lot of locals around the area strongly believe that the forest is haunted and dare not go near it. For those who come to Japan to visit, locals say they can usually identify visitors as one of three types. Trekkers, the curious, and those looking to make a one-way trip. And fun fact, in the Aokikahara forest, camping is not allowed. And there are constant searches to check on people because often case what will end up happening is sometimes people, people will go there thinking about committing suicide. They don't necessarily go with the intention all the time. Sometimes they'll bring camping gear, stay a few days in the forest to decide. Many believe that those who enter the forest will never return, as it's really easy, like I said before, to become lost once parting with the trails and becoming disoriented. Why can't Jake Paul disappear then when he went into the forest? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from what I understand, I didn't watch that video I because didn't I don't. Either. Yeah, I don't care about that man, but I'm fairly certain he stayed on the paths. And if he didn't, then color me wrong. But oftentimes, to make sure that people don't get lost you'll mm -hmm. you'll find ribbons around oh, the trees man i wish he was stupider than he was <laughs> and just got lost uh, i wish at least he hadn't posted that video that did nothing for his career i wish career. he just never went there period yeah or even thought about making a video like that for places like this it's really important to say if you're going to visit visit there with respect yeah because this is no joke there i will show you some bit uh some pictures later Okay. People just end up walking upon corpses. And I don't just mean one or two. Sometimes it's a lot. Yeah. And you got to honor the people's lives here. They were people. They went through horrible things in their lives. Hmm. And it's not fair to trivialize that. I agree. So as I mentioned earlier, it's really easy to become disoriented in the forest. And even compasses and GPS have difficulty pointing in true directions due to the extreme magnetic quality of the surrounding lava rock. I did look a little more into this, and it looks like that isn't necessarily always true. Uh, compasses will absolutely go haywire if you set them directly on the rock, but holding them at a normal height, they can generally point true north. But as for, you know, GPS connection and phone service... If you go out far enough from telephone lines, it's yeah. just not going to work. Yeah. But uh, because of this, there are actually a lot of classes for people to make sure they don't get disoriented and lost in the forest, especially those who go on the body hunts. I should take a class like that. I don't know how to read a compass at all. I don't even know I, how to read a map. I got you. I was in Girl Scouts for like a week. I can teach you. <laughs> One week. They stopped having meetings. It was really sad. I was so excited about it. Aww. <laughs> For some who have hiked through the forest, they describe themselves as feeling panicky and say that it feels like the trees are trying to engulf them. 
Visitors and locals have reported hearing screams at night, and some spiritualists believe that these are the tortured cries of Yure, restless and in search of company. Some tourists have even captured videos and pictures of mists and orbs among the trees. <gasps> that sounds so cool. Absolutely. And I'm going to pull up some pictures here in a minute. But I wanted oh. to hit you with some fun facts because this is a really dark topic. And I got to hit you with some stuff occasionally. Hit me with your best <laughs> So although, like I said, uh, wildlife is scarce in places, mm-hmm. there's actually an abundance of creatures in the surrounding areas. This includes deer, foxes, rabbits, squirrels, minks, moles, and bears. And there are actually over nine species of butterfly. Wow. <laughs> How amazing. I just thought that was cute. I like butterflies. Fuck off. Also, you know what else they got? <laughs> monkeys? I wish I could tell oh. you they had monkeys. No. Oh. It's more my favorite animal. Oh. They got Snakes. They got bats. <laughs> There's actually... Uh, a cave called the Lake Sai Bat Cave, and it's located oh. inside a lava tunnel and is the largest cave in Aokigahara and is over 1,268 feet long. It's a big fucking cave. There's also a really cool ice cave in here, Devin. Like, <laughs> gotta say, I would not even just for all the morbidity, I would love just to go and see this kind of thing. I, I love nature walks and shit like that. Yeah. So... A lot of people end up going to this forest and obviously with that kind of traction among people, you're going to find assholes who leave shit behind, but also because it's a suicide forest and it's, it's just going to happen that people leave personal items behind. Mm -hmm. So there are plenty of these littering the forest. Some are even left by the people who committed suicide. Some are even apparent curses. Like (gasps) I was reading some stuff like, they had a broken Jack Skellington mask that mm-hmm. was nailed into a tree. I'm going to do that. I'm going to set a curse on someone. <laughs> you just wait for it. Uh, I, I don't hope I don't. I don't doubt that you will. <laughs> Knowing you, you're pretty spiteful. <laughs> Thank you. I am. But the purpose of the mask nailed in the tree was like the nailing in the tree was a more permanent fixture. And the fact that it was upside down was like a declaration of contempt for society. And there was even one in a personal account I found on Reddit where it was uh, two sickles that they found. And the group that they were with, they studied like Japanese history Mm -hmm. and they were just started freaking out. Like it's a curse. It's a curse. Like got to get away from it. Right. Like they take this stuff really seriously. I do too. I'm cursing someone. (laughs) You should take this kind of you stuff really seriously. You really should, though. Like, I mean, it's just kind of like that movie. Oh, God, I can't remember movie? the name of it. Oh, what's it about? I might know it. It's about this woman in Louisiana. She goes to stay in a house. And it's basically about how if you believe in voodoo, the only if you believe in voodoo, it will affect you. If anyone knows what this movie is, please let us know. I'll probably find out as soon as this Write a episode. comment, email <laughs> us, DM us, something. Let us know what movie this is. I'll, I'll probably, I think it's like something like Locks. Morgan, you're, you don't remember. You're I forgot. don't remember many things. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I forget all about all of these episodes we, as soon as I'm done. Oh my God, me too. Until I hear it and I was like, wow, I sound really stupid. Well, I mean, hey, you remembered one of my episodes last time. So I believe in you. You remember what stuff episode? occasionally. Uh, 
in a previous episode, you were like, oh my God, just like in the DPR episode. I'm like, oh my God, Devin, you're right. I did? Yeah. I don't remember this. <laughs> That's okay. This I remember for you. <laughs> my brain is the sponge. That's okay. I remember things for you. Are you sure? <laughs> Sometimes. So I was mentioning about the personal items. The fun thing about this is about half a mile into the forest, all these remnants of people become more and more scarce, leaving the landscape looking completely untouched. Wow. It's a really cool thing to see. A lot of the photography that I'm going to end up showing you. So just doing a quick Google search for you. Go ahead and scroll through those for me. (gasps) Ooh. Ooh. So you'll see, like I said, a lot of the trees uh, have roots above ground, making really cool patterns. There are uh, a lot of remnants of personal items, like shoes from the deceased being left behind. Yeah, I see the shoes. And if you go into the next tab there, Devin. Oh, I see it. Go ahead and scroll through those. These are some of the photos that people walking through have found. I'll be posting these on the Instagram for everyone to be seeing. Some of them are pretty graphic, so look at them at your own risk, obviously. But these are some people who have just walked up upon bodies hanging in the forest or (gasps) the remnants of ropes or belts that people would use. It's pretty harsh stuff. We're posting this? Some of them. Obviously, they're going to be censored because I'm not an asshole. Thank you for not being a Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't glorify bodies here. I'm in a mortician's program, but that does not mean I'm disrespectful. I mean, I, I think that's the reason I'm not, you know? <laughs> they they kind of give you a whole class about how to be respectful, but... If I mean, you're it go- should just be human. Yeah, it should be common knowledge that you should be respectful towards this. But even in the pictures I'm showing you, the faces are blurred out. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but... This is so interesting. I'm it, sorry. I'm just really fascinated no, right now. Of course. Like it's that's why I wanted to research this topic so much. It's a fascinating like social concept that people Devin, people will travel all over the world just to die there. I just can't I'm I'm going through the pictures with like the actual with the actual bodies. I just it's it's a lot. But yeah. So that is the story of the Aokigahara Forest. Oh, that's it? That's all of it. That's all I got to tell you about. Oh, that was a quickie. It's a bit of a quickie, yeah, but you understand, like like I mentioned earlier, some of the information is pretty hard to find. Yeah. And I'm not uh, an expert in Japanese culture, so I can't give you like a full rundown of the entirety of their beliefs. Right. But mainly I wanted to talk about the suicides, a bit of the ghosts, a little of the history about how they function with that. And a lot of the stories from this forest have been influenced, have influenced, I should say, like anime, manga, a lot of the movies. If you remember, there was a movie called The Forest that came out. I've heard of it, never seen it. I ended up watching it. Um, Not one of my favorites, but it was really well shot, but it was done in this forest. That must have been creepy. Yeah, it was a a movie about a twin who lost her twin in the forest. Oh, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I still haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. It's it's a pretty good film, not going to lie. But, yeah, this is just such a really interesting topic to me. And I've always heard about it for years. And uh, uh, 
even before the movies and right. the Jake Paul thing. Jake, Logan, one I of them. I don't know. What, it's, which one is it? It's <laughs> the <laughs> eldest Paul brother. This, they're both stupid <laughs> and obnoxious. I just don't know which one's which. I'm fairly certain it's Logan Paul. I think it's Logan Paul. Cause Lo- if we're yeah. wrong, don't DM us. Eh, why? No one really cares about the I Paul brothers. I don't care at least. <laughs> if you do, I'm sorry. Yeah, Sorry to offend you, but opinions <laughs> that's my opinion <laughs> Jeez. but yeah so i mentioned earlier all of these uh photos that i showed Devin will be on our instagram as well as all of these sources that i got the information from will be in the episode description and yeah sorry about the the late release guys we're trying to get on schedule here but hopefully the double release will you know make up for that at least a little bit so if you guys are interested you guys can follow us on instagram we are at morbid mill pod and also if you feel really generous you can support us on patreon and ko-fi we do have some member tiers that i at least some of you might find interesting you know some free merch, a message on the episode from our lovely Devin. Hello. Also, if you get us to a certain point, we'll start releasing bonus content and actually on time. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> also, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, yes. We are on there now. For those of you that don't know, we're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, also, we would love to hear some requests. If you guys have any paranormal, true crime, morbid stories you'd like us to cover. Even if you have a listener story, Devin would love to read out your listener story. I would. Hit a girl up. Yeah. So email us at morbidmillennialpod at gmail and you might hear your story or your recommendation on the show. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, I would just love to hear your beautiful voice more, Devin. It would be so oh. much more fun. <laughs> just, just, just occasionally, just let me drink, let me ooh and ah, and hear a story from you and our beautiful listeners. You want to be the Devin of the episode, don't you? Sometimes. You just Even look so comfortable. Devin... <laughs> yeah, because I'm in this chair, squat down. I know, right next to my snake, which you so adore. <laughs> this snake and I are going to have a fight. Listen, he's a lovely noodle boy. Okay. He, he hasn't even made a sound this time. Why are you defending this kid? Because he's my baby, of oh course. Oh, God. <laughs> Just watch. Uh, <laughs> I don't do well with snakes. And you sat me next to a snake. This is how our friendship works. She yeah. knows I'm scared of something and she makes me sit next to it. It's called exposure therapy. We're going to get it's you It's not over. working very well. <laughs> well, it's only happened twice. Just wait till it happens more. Eventually, you won't even notice he's there. Okay, keep telling yourself that. I'll notice him because I love him. He's the light of my life. My little morning star, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, so thank you guys, everybody. Thank you guys, everybody. <laughs> yeah well thank you guys everybody why don't i just sign off like that every time that's hilarious to me but yeah thank you guys for listening to this episode and we'll be back in a fortnight with a new story 
And get ready, guys, because I got something fun planned for Halloween. It's one of my favorite stories. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. Is it about Dracula? I wish it was about Dracula, but no. Oh. It's... Frankenstein? No, I'll give you a little hint. A little little teaser for you and everybody else. Oh, thank God. It's uh, one of my favorite places. You can find it on Atlas Obscura. And I'll be taking you to Italy for a good old really creepy ghost story i really want to go to italy me too girl but we're gonna live vicariously okay. and talk about some death talk about some history Ooh, history some crime some good stuff in asylum you're gonna love it <laughs> yeah. you want to talk creepy this place is creepy but yeah so look forward to that everyone don't forget to support us on patreon and ko-fi leave yes. us a review where you can and stick around we can't wait to share more stories with you guys. So signing off, I'm Morgan. I'm Devin. And thank you for listening, guys. Thank See you, you. next time. Bye.